What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, stock car, steel and aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Hitters and Exhaust. What is going on, guys? I'm David. I'm Connor. And we got some some folk in the house here. Yeah, <laughs> What's good. up? Oh, man. How you guys doing? We got Derek McGrew and Derek McGrew Jr. Yeah, I actually get to be part of it today. I get to be part of it today. I'm not just uh, in the background. Not at all. Not at all. Well, what are y'all up to, man? What, what you up to, Junior? What, uh, not much. So we decided to take a f- little trip down to Myrtle, you know, for this this week before we get back going busy, you know. So uh, figured we relax for a few days and then get back to reality and racing and working nonstop. So it's nice to be able to relax for a few days. Yeah. So uh, so how's Myrtle so far? Y'all be- when did y'all get there? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning around like 10.30 because we stopped at Natural Bridge on the way to watch the races. So that was pretty cool. We got to catch up with the guys, Joe. Um, I was actually helping my buddy Cody Kubicho out uh, oh, yeah. at Natural Bridge. So the uh, that was pretty fun and got to meet some new people and see how the track's going. They're definitely making improvements in the right direction. So that's uh, that's real cool to see. And um, yeah, now we're here and just hanging out and having a good time. Sweet. At a, a natural bridge track, they've uh, they've done some work with that. Got looking good up there. Yeah, heck yeah. So they started off. I know Joe's just a you know huge race fan and lives right around the corner from the track. And he saw the opportunity to you know do something big to the racetrack and get it back going. And um, it's uh it's definitely going in the right direction. I'm glad to see it. Sweet, sweet. So uh, how long a ride is it down here? Uh, well, from if we go straight shot to here, it's 12 hours. Well. To here, it's probably thirteen. <laughs> but uh, we went to when we went to Natural Bridge first. It was nine hours there, and then from there to here is six hours. So, we like so like he said, you know, we wanted to finally get to see a race down there at Natural Bridge, and what Tiffany and her crew has done there is pretty cool. You know, we we were there all day long and kind of just watched from a distance. And you know, Derek was out there packing the track with Logan. I saw that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Packer car blew a tire. I thought they were going to yeah. take out the tractor. <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, but you know, they they worked really hard, the guys on the track. They they did the best they could and made the track smooth. Um, it, they kept some moisture in it. And there was pretty good racing all night long. And, and like I said, Tiffany and her crew there, Brittany and, the you know, the girls and the guys there working real hard. And uh, they gave the fans a good racetrack. There was a lot of fans. The Mideast Tour was there. So you had bumper jacks up there. You oh, know? yeah. And uh, – they put on a good show, no dust and smooth. You know, there's a few things that you know they're it's a work in progress and they're making improvements every week. But all in all, you know, I I think I'd give them a seven out of ten and a few adjustments, and I think that you know they're not far off a a nine because a ten's just impossible. That's yeah, a unicorn. That don't happen. That's a unicorn. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but they're doing a really good job, and you know, I'm I'm happy and proud to be somewhat affiliated with them at the track. You know, they've been supporters of ours and. Of course, we we show love back and we we support them. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Derek, um, I, I reckon we'll go ahead and get into this uh, since we're talking talking about you know all this racing stuff. You've had some news coming up, or you've had some news here lately. Been pretty exciting. Um, speaking of all these dirt tracks, but you've uh, you, you've ventured over on onto the dark side over here that we always say over here on the asphalt side a little bit. Yeah, the uh, right when we got back from uh, Volusia and Speed Weeks, the uh, just kind of opportunity that popped up, and not an opportunity that's usually you know likely to happen for some of us, some people like us, you know, up up north running dirt racing. Um, you know, so it was definitely pretty exciting to get that opportunity. Um, and got to thank uh, Tim and Rita for giving me the opportunity, and all the people in the background that have been uh, you know pushing my name to and just 
anytime they see an opportunity for me, they uh, make sure they mention me. And got to thank all those guys. And just hopefully we can take this opportunity and turn it into something big. You know, it's a huge step just getting our feet in the door in the NASCAR world. And, um, you know, it's, like it's just the first step at something that could be really, really big. For any of you that haven't seen it, that we've shared it, that he's shared it, it's been everywhere. Uh, Derek has had a opportunity to jump in a, uh, ARCA ride there. It's going uh, one day running the ARCA East series. Yeah. 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 ARCA East. Yeah. So, um, so that's uh that's pretty big, pretty big. That's pretty pretty uh pretty big step, I will say, up the asphalt ladder yeah, for someone not have any asphalt experience. Like I said, it's not something we expected. You know, if we were to venture over to the asphalt world, you know, get into something like a legend car or something like that, you know, to start off with or something small, but to uh, have that opportunity and especially so early in my career, I said I'm only 15, so it feels like it's been forever. We've been racing since I was four, so it's definitely been stressful at times. The uh, but just to get that definitely took a little weight off our chest and said it's actually paying off, you know. For sure. For sure, man. Well, I want to get back uh, real quick before we get into too much. Right? Everybody have a, a happy Easter. Have a happy Absolutely, Easter. man. Have a good Easter. Yep. Have a yeah. good church service. It was great. It really was. That's yep. good. How about you? We did. We had a, whoo, we were packed. We, we were, were too. Uh, it we was, were, a it was packed. We had breakfast at church. We had all this, all this fun stuff, and it was, it was good. So, we actually uh, decided to do like Sunday school. On Easter, which is very rare for us. Oh. But, uh, usually we just do two services, but uh, we just did one service, kind of like an overflow auditorium, and uh, it was pretty cool. It was a good service. Yeah, for, for us, it was it was different because last year at this time, we had to do a job, and we drove from New York to Miami, me and Derek did, and uh, we delivered some furniture for, for, for a couple, and we were driving back, so it was Easter, it was about 11 at night, and we ended up grabbing some leftovers. So this year, we actually made it down here in time. And uh, me, Derek, his best friend, business partner, crew guy, Logan, and uh, friends of ours from up north, they come down here every year. So we all got together yesterday at their, their condo. And uh, I, I did some cooking, cooked some steaks. Uh, we had steaks, corn on the cob, shrimp, potatoes. potatoes yeah. And... Uh, but we had, there was almost one one casualty Uh-oh. during dinner, and it was me. You know, I was I was running back and forth from the stove <laughs> doing shrimp. I had steaks on the grill, and somebody closed the screen door. And when they, <laughs> I, I I I don't even know how to explain it. You know, I was walking running back. I had a big knife, a big fork, grill fork, and I hit the gr- the screen face first. And when I did, the screen door fell down, but it didn't fall all the way down. So. My momentum carried me forward, and uh, I tripped over the door. And when I did, I was going down. So I threw the knives and 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 all the seasonings. You better answer that damn phone, boy. I did. I I made about five foot. I missed the concrete, and I hit the deck rolling. And I just did like three rolls forward. And I, you know, it was something. I guess you had to see. It was just, uh, it was crazy. So that's that's how we. that's how we capped, started off our dinner was with a little ent- entertainment, and that was me hitting the deck. Well, we just got a uh, phone call here. I think we're all in trouble. Sterling? No. Who, who's on there? Are you there? What are you doing? Oh, I was going to say, Earl. <laughs> What's up, Earl? Hey, I want to know why uh, I didn't get a stop-by visit. <laughs> well, I think your stop-by visit might be on the way home. Um, <laughs> oh no, forget it. <laughs> the, uh, You're going to spring break without me. <laughs> well, I trust me. I'd much rather have you with me because I'm all by myself here. These guys took well, off last night as soon as we got here. Where am I going? 
to your favorite place in the world, Myrtle Beach. You, you don't want to. I left the room up to these guys because they want to do spring break. <laughs> so I said, listen, if you guys want to do spring break, you figure out the room, you get the room, and I'll drive. Didn't go And uh, we rolled into this place last night on the <laughs> beach. And oh boy. if I was their age, I guess it'd be okay. <laughs> but you know, look the same oh, that'd the be perfect for me then. You know, you know how much we travel, and uh, this this room leaves a lot to be desired. And uh, <laughs> that's that says a lot. Yeah, too. you know we've been. Hey, uh, it's okay. It's spring break. Yeah, it's spring break. It, 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 I think I'm gonna have to have a couple drinks tonight to make things a little bit better. <laughs> the pictures were oh, definitely Lord. a little different. Yeah. Earl, why we got you on the phone? What you been up to? Ah, uh, just working. Y'all, y'all turning them out up there. Turn them out, left and right, as always, as always. And then as he's got always. me. Then he's got me calling him every once in a while, bothering him, you know, messing him up. I try to bother him every once in a while. I try not to. Nah. I, I I can picture him every time I call just to say, "Hey, what's up?" See how he's doing. I can picture him running through, scratching his head. And I'm like, "All right, I try to get off the phone quick because I know he's got a bunch of stuff <laughs> going on." It's good now. It's after the first of April, so I'm a lot better. Well, good. That means I can bring you a motor. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> good. I, I got to go up there anyway because somebody left parts up there for me, and then they come down here. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. How's that? <laughs> it didn't work out right. It did not work out like I planned. Don't worry. <laughs> no, this wasn't oh, part of my plan. <laughs> so, Earl, started the season for you real quick while you on the phone, man. Uh, started this racing season here. Uh, how's it been for you so far with all your guys? Good. Good. I need to, uh, I'm trying to do it tonight, but I need to update on all the wins here the last three or four weeks. I've been slacking. <laughs> well, I mean, it happens. It happens. It happens. Um, it happens. Uh, no, it's been great. Everybody's, uh, everybody's really had a good year so far. So it started off great for us. So, and, uh, Thing it's just going to keep getting better. Good deal, good deal. Um, so uh, so so while you're on the phone, man, I, I, we tell everybody on here every week, as you always hear, you know, if people are looking for some serious horsepower to go under their hood to get in touch with Earl Ramey because that that's that's where all the magic happens. Am, am I right, Derek? For sure. You know, we we I don't even know how we got hooked up with Earl. Earl knew us. Nobody knows how they get hooked up you know, with Earl. Earl, just, Earl. It just happens. Earl knew us before <laughs> we knew him, and uh, it, it's one of those things, once we met, there was just too many things. I think there was too many things that just just were what they were. You know, He's got a son named Derek, spelled the same way, and he spent his whole life doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that gets confusing as hell after yeah. a while. <laughs> you know, and he, they, he spent his whole, whole life doing the same stuff basically we do and doing the same thing with his son, and it was just, you know, it just things just meshed. And you know his wife treats Derek like like she's got another kid named Derek. So, <laughs> um, their family. It's not just a. It's, it's not I just. I don't know how the hell I ended up with uh, two kids named Derek. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, I don't know. What you want to call me a stepfather-in-law, father-in-law, uncle? I don't know. But there's a whole bunch of Derek. You're here. my brother from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh well, cool. Earl. Well, uh, uh, why why you're here? I'll let y'all go. No, no, no. Y'all, uh, have a good one. No, no, no. Hold on one second. Why why you're here? If somebody else is looking to uh to to put some power in their car, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, just give my cell phone out, just like everybody's got. <laughs> <laughs> 
704-500-3322. Don't call on Sunday, please. Yeah, don't call on Sunday anymore, though. I'm, I'm well, unless you really, really need me. But <laughs> there you go. And don't I'm call. I'm trying my best to, to have a day, you know? Don't call after 9 o'clock. Anyway. Right. Uh, hey, yeah, put that up. Hey, Earl, yeah. is the boat ready? I ain't even going to answer that. <laughs> the boat ready. Is the boat ready? The boat's absolutely ready. Spotless, <laughs> cleaned the hell out of it. It's ready. And as long as we've been friends now, it's going on. We've got a few years now, um, and it seems like just yesterday. But we have not been out on yeah. the boat. Well, now I haven't been out on the boat either. I haven't been out on the boat. Now I have been on the boat. I haven't been out on the boat. But somebody had a uh, messed up foot the last time I was around there, and they couldn't really go out on the boat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I climb them stairs that good. <laughs> no, it didn't work out too good. I, I'm waiting for the phone call on like a Wednesday. It says, hey, listen, I got this guy that's looking for a driver for whether it's a modified <laughs> or a late model. And I'm going to pack up and we're going to hit a Friday Friday night, Saturday night track down here. And we're going to spend a Sunday on that boat. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking I'm about. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, Earl. We appreciate you uh, hollering at us. All right, guys. Have a good time. All right, Earl. You boys stay out of trouble. Of course, of <laughs> well, course. We're trying. Not you, Big Derek. I know you're <laughs> going to be in trouble. I'm at the two little squirts right there. Yeah, you better. You got to watch out for them. They've been. They were out to like two o'clock last night. So. Oh, we've been good so far. Absolutely. He, we he, don't need no more kids named Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. He, he told me they had some girl driving them around down there. So uh, you know how that works out. Oh boy. Yeah. Watch, watch, there'll be some. There'll be some uh, TikToks and stuff being posted here throughout the week. So keep you updated. You, you, you'll all be proud of them. All right. Good deal. All right. Y'all have a good one. Thank See you, y'all. Earl. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, our good friend, <laughs> Earl Ramey, dropping on with us this afternoon. He, uh, I like it when Earl stops by. <laughs> it's always interesting. Fun and always it. Got to meet some new people and see how the track's going. They're definitely making improvements in the right direction. So that's uh, it's real cool to see. And um, funky here. Get off of there. I could hear ourselves. <laughs> Watch our own show. I think I was. Make sure your volume was good. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um, so anyway, let's get back into the racing side. Heck yeah. So um, you just talked a little bit about getting started in this ARCA deal. What, uh, you've always been a dirt guy. Grew up dirt. Bleed dirt, I think. Bleed, bleed that good old orange, black always. dirt that y'all got up there. So uh, we got you interested in this asphalt side. I mean, nothing really. I mean, I've always said, I feel like everyone's end goal in racing is to end up in NASCAR. You know, even if, even if they say they don't, I mean, if anyone gets the opportunity to go race NASCAR, you know, you know, they'll take it, you know, being a race car driver, you know, I know that. Um, and I said, it just kind of came up out of nowhere. You know, we didn't even have it. We never even thought of it. You know, it's just nothing that we thought of that especially happening this early on. Um, it came out of nowhere and said, you couldn't pass up on the opportunity. It's a huge opportunity to go somewhere with it and um so it's just uh it's really cool to see us you know going places it's very cool it's very cool from this side to uh i i, I looked at my phone the other day um ah, you can't see it right now i should show it to you when earl called there's a uh it's just a collage of pictures that i've taken or people have taken uh while i've interviewed people um over the years and Actually, there's a picture of me interviewing you the first time we ever met well, at Charlotte. Charlotte was yeah, that what it is? At Charlotte, and what was that? 
three years ago now, yeah. I guess it was. Probably three years were, ago. were we racing that, that year? No, you weren't racing. No racing. You weren't racing. Yeah, we're just that was, probably, that was the year when we had our car there. We weren't racing in Charlotte, right? Yes. We were going to Louisiana. I think. No, it was no, no, that. no. It was before that. It was before, before that. that. Yeah. before that. Yeah. It was at the uh, short track thing. Yeah. Know, whatever. Um, But anyway, and just to see, I was like, man, he was so much smaller then. Yeah. Even though, even though he was just as tall as me then. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, uh, but, um, it just knowing what you come from, just in that short amount of time to to the things you're doing now is a uh, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so we couldn't cool we couldn't do it without all the people, especially you guys. You know, it's awesome to be able to build a relationship, especially with people like you and and you know, said Randy Keen, Earl Ramey, all those people that you know go out of their way to help us out. You know, it, it's definitely we wouldn't be where we are without those people, and um and it's just it's awesome to have them along with us on the on the journey. Sweet, sweet. Well, I want to talk about some um. Let's. We typically talk about some news on this show, somewhat. I guess we'll say. Uh, so y'all are here. So y- y'all join us for all that good stuff this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so this past week, obviously, dirt racing at Bristol. Um, but before that, I want to get into and just as a a neutral side as y'all are, I want y'all's reaction to this. Uh, it, it, all in the news last week on the NASCAR side, Hendrick. Uh, appealed their penalty to all four cars, hood louvers on the cars deemed illegal at Phoenix. They appealed it. Uh, appeals panel come back and gave them all their points back, so 100 points per car, but kept the fine, $100,000 per car. Um, and then on top of that, turnaround colleague racing had one car that one hood louver was bad the other one was fine uh did not rescind their points penalty for the same exact infraction actually i guess you would say less of an infraction um when you hear something like that from from the nascar side uh uh, what do you think about that how about i answer first go first if <laughs> if we, I think I think I we could answer this differently if if we weren't wow. starting to head down this yeah. this road on, yeah. onto the blacktop, so it's 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 a real slippery slope. Um, you know, sometimes you'll hear people talking about the the heads of NASCAR and you know maybe our political system. Well, well, in in this case, real quick before you get too far, I'm not going to put it on NASCAR because NASCAR gave the penalty for bad hood louvers. Okay. They did not want that penalty rescinded. Uh, the appeals panel is not affiliated with that, NASCAR. That, that's what I want to. How do you not have control over your own appeals panel? Well, they don't. They don't well, have a th- control over it. So yeah, that's that's something I didn't know. Um, yeah, but with that, you know, that they, they appoint them, but after that, they are basically their own entity over there. Was it the same race when they both got? Yes. Yeah. It was well, the same race. You know, a lot of times, in my opinion, uh, in a situation like that, you just let me know that it, they weren't affiliated with NASCAR. Um, a lot of times not being affiliated on paper doesn't really mean you're not affiliated with NASCAR sure. or any other business, Very you true. know? And, uh, sometimes it seems like it's a big, uh, you know, boys club, girls <laughs> club, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the cool kids get away with a little bit more than the not so cool kids. And at the end of the day, it, the money, you know, shows its ugly head and that's, you know, where are they going to lose the most money? At the end of the day is, you know, if you get Mr. Hendrick mad and he decides that he's going to start pulling away, that's a big problem. Very Uh, true. Myself, if I was on the panel, if I was going to give back the points and keep the money, I would have done it with everybody here. You know what? 
Everyone gets their points back, keep the money, and they get what they want. I get that, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, was it illegal or was it not illegal? If it was illegal... It's illegal. It's illegal. Points and fines should stand. If it's not illegal, drop it all. Yeah, they're thinking outside the box. Yeah, right. Um, But I can't can't understand, personally, uh, you know given part it's like you can't be halfway pregnant you know no no (laughs) you know i agree with you but you know if you look at a lot of things that go on in this country today oh racing non-racing things that seem very black or white it is or it isn't isn't where we are today um so i think we're too many people are trying to please too many people instead of just doing what's right um and, and i think if we just get back to doing what's right or wrong in racing or anything else, whether it's rules making, driving, you know, holding ourselves accountable, just right or wrong, and no no gray area. I think we'll be we'd get back on track oh, a lot I'm, faster. I imagine that uh that rule has been a uh, change well, in there, but that's what I was gonna. Ask. What what'd you think about it? Yeah, uh, well, I'll play I'll play devil's advocate for a second. I, I agree. I don't I don't understand it at all. Um, it was obviously it was a OEM part, and Hendrick claimed that uh, the way they got it from the factory was not to specs they were graded by. Well, they said the hood wouldn't even shoot on the motor. Yeah. They said they were too deep is what yeah. they had to cut them. But yeah, I, I don't... It doesn't make any sense to me. I, don't, I, f- I feel like you give Colleague slot a little bit more. Was Colleague even competitive in that race? No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, Hendrick but, uh, Cars won the race. It um, should just be, it should just, you know, black and, and white. And That's I am a Hendrick fan, personally. Yeah, right. I, I am a big Hendrick fan. I, I I like Rick Hendrick. I've met Rick Hendrick, fortunately, and he is one of the nicest guys I've yeah. ever met for my life. And um, But I'm just one, if it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. If it's not, it's not. Um, I don't know. Uh, as a driver, what you feel about that over there? I mean, like he said, I mean, we're going down that path where we got kind of have got a little filter, you know, on what we say. But um, like like you were saying, I feel like both teams should have been able to, you know, get get their points back. And you know, if yeah. the fine they wanted to keep the fine, to keep the fine. But I, for them to give the points back to one team and not the other, I feel like that's kind of, you know, not right of them. And I've kind of wondered about it, and I, I, I guess I, I'm a little a little more outspoken about it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything. But <laughs> no. <laughs> They they stick they give us a little sticker and I'm like I ain't putting it on my car <laughs> but um uh but anyway um the appeals panel is picked supposedly at random every every case so the same appeals panel that yeah. saw the Hendrick cars did not see the Colleague cars so there's just zero consistency in that yeah thing. well NASCAR did add the rule now that the appeals panel appeals panel can't revoke any points. Right, they can't. They either it, can't, they can't, basically can't reinstate points. Right. They, they, well, they basically just put in there the way I come down and read it. Finally, was basically like I just said. You could either deem it it wasn't a penalty, or it yeah. is a penalty, basically. Um, so I think that'll help in the future. But it's just I don't know. It, it seems like like you were saying, kind of the boys' club there. Yeah, and and you know, there's a lot of light. You know, the cameras everywhere. Oh. So you know, it's and we don't always we don't always get. We don't always get 100% the entire backstory, you know. That's right. We we get That's the right. we get the back we get the part where it's got us on here talking about it right now, you know. <laughs> Cuz if they gave it to us as simple as it it is or it isn't, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Well, the one that we did get 100% backstory on, uh one more appeal or a penalty that was appealed last week. Denny Hamlin appealed his penalty 
uh, got docked, I think it was 25 points and $50,000, I think it was, for intentionally, they said wrecking. Um, he didn't wreck. Uh, but anyway, intentionally wrecking Ross Chastain on the last lap that same race at Phoenix. Um, and what happened was nothing was said about it. Denny Hamlin now has a podcast himself. Um, and on Monday came out basically and said, yeah, I went in there and I hit him. Well, what he said was, yeah, I just turned loose the steering wheel. I was taking him with me. Yeah. I was taking him with me. Um, because of their past, obviously. Um, well, NASCAR turned around, find him. Well, he appealed it. Uh, appeals panel upheld that penalty to the fullest. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that I, where did all this appealing come from? I feel like it used to just be like, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you get qualified at the track, and that was it. You, you that was my thing. Yeah, yeah, you go to dirt track, you know, you if, with with our cars, you know, and I'm sure any cars, but, you know, coming from up north, it was basically, even when we went go-kart racing, if you took a guy out, you got DQ'd. Right there. Um, one of the things that I, I so didn't like was the way they ran go-karts down south. When we started running down south here and going to all the big races, if you were a leader... You were not if you if unless you were checked out for some freak reason, you were not winning the race no. because it's the, the, like the, the guy in second, back. they were gonna wreck you, yeah. and when they wrecked you for five grand, ten grand, twenty grand, they they drove you down to three, dumped you, you're wrecked. They win the race. Everyone's cheering. It's great. Um, I always say, hey man, you know, the kid who did that should have been DQ'd or adult, whatever class it was. Now third place gets a win. Well, now, you know, if you race your butt off and you're leading the race coming for last lap, you know, you get a little bump and run where you side you up one thing, but there was so much just intentional dumping okay. and nobody did anything about it. So now you're in the big cars and it's the same thing, you know, for they where they came from, it was allowed. So now it's, a, you know, you're throwing a fit, you're going to wreck them and I win the race, he doesn't. But, you know, you get up north and that's really not how it is. You know, you're going to dump a guy, most time you're going to get DQ'd. You're done. You know, you're DQ'd for a night, and if it was too bad, you use your car for a weapon, you, you might not come back for a few weeks, you know? Yeah. I, I will say, fortunately, around here uh, in our classes, you can do that if you want. Most of the guys walk back with maybe missing a tooth or two, yeah, <laughs> if, that has, if that happens, which I don't condone, but, I mean, sometimes you got to get your point across. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, in adult is. classes, for sure. It's just when you get the yeah. junior oh, classes, yeah, that's... these kids, you know, that are coming up that are going to be the next stars, you know, you can't expect you can't train them one way and then expect them to change their change the way they've been taught their entire career. That's right. Um, and not all the kids are like that. You know, you got some good ones, but you know, if you go to any races, um, you've been there. Oh, you yeah. see it. Um, and they're they're doing the same thing when they get into big carts. You know. Yeah. It's just a big just a big go kart for them. And we're we're having that issue right now, and um, me and Connor both we're having that issue, in especially the legends class. Um, there is a lot of young young guys out there so I mean, yeah. that's how they're taught well, so many people that can make fast laps by themselves but put them on a track with yeah. 12 other cars and it's just like a weapon it's like they have no race craft yeah i mean no it's just how they're being taught you know yeah. it's not and that's and you know there's some good ones you know there's some kids that are you race with legends that we race go-karts with and stuff and battled with and they're doing well you know and they're moving up to the ranks and they've got some good people behind them um you know, it's it's just one of those deals. You know, it's a product of their environment. Well, that's been a hot topic lately, Derek. Um, a lot of drivers, especially in NASCAR side, talking about driving with respect. Yeah. Um, 
and I know you're not a driver. I, I've, I've watched you, and I know you're not someone that drives in there and just drives over top of somebody because that's not how you were taught. Um, what do you feel about that? What do you feel it's one of them things, all right, well, that's how they drove me, that's how they're going to get drove back, or is it just one of them, I mean, them things, go out there and do the best you can? Like you said, I mean, I was a, I grew up racing, and, you know, being him, him being my mentor, you know, I always learned to be able to be respectful on the racetrack, especially – me getting the opportunity to get into a big car so so young of an age at 10 years old the uh, they were always watching for a reason to get me you know to not let me race so i had to go out there every single time and you know drive with as much respect as possible um so you know that definitely helped me you know it helps me now you know being able to learn you know how to drive with respect a lot early on um but it's just you know it's one of those things that I mean, if somebody does, you know, drive me the wrong way, definitely you put it in the back of your head for next time, you know, there's a coming for the win or something, then they'll remember that they drove you oh, yeah. drove you the wrong way one time. And, you know, it's definitely, they're, they're going to get it back eventually. The, uh, But it's not one of those things that, you know, if somebody, you know, bumps me out of the way, I'm not going to drive them the next turn and, you know, right. dump them, you know. It's uh, it's something that you, it, something that you, like I said, you're racing for the win and on the last lap, you use them up, you know, and said so they'll remember what they did to you and, yeah, they want to come say something after the race. You tell them, listen, you know, it's something that you did to me, you know, a few races ago, and, you know, it's you, you always remember it. Well, a lot of people also think, and and I will say this on the, you know, people who don't watch racing or not entrenched in racing as we are, uh, they tend to still see racing, I, I, even though y'all are up north, I get it, but they still see a lot of racing as a redneck sport. And they think that's how we drive. You just go in there and run over somebody. Um, yes, that does happen every once in a while, but that's typ- there typically is a reason behind it most of the time. Sometimes there's just idiots out there. But you can drive somebody hard and wrecking them. without wrecking them. And that's that's what I try to tell a lot, a lot of people. It's like, I, and nobody ever really sees it, but that other driver, that other driver knows it when you're doing it, yeah. when you're not giving them that extra that exactly. extra room that they need coming off the corner, when you're pinching them down just a little bit more on exit to keep their drive, you know. Uh, you know all about that, don't you? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Every, every now and then you got to do it. So there's some of them to just run you slap off the track when you come off the corner, and uh, I still know that number too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, but that's what, that's personally what I like about racing. Yeah. It's because there's a, uh, there's a mentality, I guess, we have to go at it with. We know we can't just go out there and run over everybody. One, you're not going to race long if you do that because you're going to be, be black flag. You're going to be off track. Uh, two, you, just like myself and Connor, if we go out there and do that to somebody, we tear our stuff up. Guess who's got to fix it? You guys. We do. <laughs> just like us. you. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I think that's the difference. I, th- I think that's I Definitely think that's is. something I can say for you probably that uh, you growing up racing like you have is probably, uh, obviously you've had, you know, good leadership, but Having to work on the car yourself makes a big difference in that, yeah, too. Yeah, so we've always had good race cars, you know, and he's really smart with this stuff when it comes to setup and stuff. But like you said, we can't just roll another car out of the trailer. So, you know, you got to go out there and drive with respect and, you know, not use the race car as, as it's a battering ram, you know what I mean? So, yes, yeah, so like you said, it's me and him working on each during the week. So it's not like we have a crew of 10 guys that, you know, we can leave and they'll be working in the shop and the car will be done for us, you know. So definitely got to be able to learn how to drive with respect and not beat your race car up because it's definitely going to make it for a long week when afterwards for sure senior uh before we go 
any father in all that, I want to ask you, we've always talked to Junior, you know, about all his racing and everything. Just a little bit about, he, he said you were his mentor and we know you raced, but tell us about your start in racing, you know, where you came from in all of it. The, uh, me, my, my grandfather and my uncle race my whole life. I raced go-karts. I didn't get to race go-karts like Derek does. You know, I, my grandfather got me a go-kart. We'd go race a local track. Um, but I was always working on my uncle's cars and probably, I don't know, in early nineties, he was working a regular job and I was just in, you know, I think ninth grade, but I'd get out of school and I'd be home and I'd strip the car, fix it, work on it. We'd he'd show up on Friday. We'd go there and we're winning races. And that just turned into me be, be you know, starting my career as a crew chief. Um, and then I went to, did it for a few drivers. I ended up going with Jack Johnson and then I was ended up being Ronnie Johnson's crew chief. And we won a lot of races all over the place, and you know, it was it was it was tough for me. You know, in the racing world where we came from, there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of young people and or you know, just people that were different. <laughs> I'll say, in doing what I was doing, and you know, people were more. I had a lot of friends, but you know, there wasn't a lot of huge opportunities. You know, you kind of had to take them, and uh, I always wanted to be a driver, and uh, I just we won a bunch of races with Ronnie Johnson and it just felt like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now. I was I think 23 years old. It was like 2001. And I had a buddy, had a truck. I had another buddy, had a trailer. Um, the guy that built motors for Ronnie's small box, he had a motor I could use. And then uh, it was at a year, a friend of mine, let me take his car out for a race. And I did pretty well. So I went and borrowed some money, got an old car from Ronnie Johnson it was an older one, and we went out in that first year. I knew, I always knew that what the mechanic side of things were, it was, I was good. I just had to learn how to drive the race car. And uh, that my second, I got close, and then my second year, I started winning. And uh, that was just that, you know, that was it, you know. I went from being a kid in the grandstand saying, one day I want to be a race car driver to now I'm a race car driver, and now I'm winning races. And uh, we just started, kept racing. We raced more and more, and won more races, traveled, you know local tracks, you know, a couple hours away, winning races and picked up a ride, uh, won a bunch of races, you know, picked up another ride and just kept doing that. And, you know, went back driving for myself and then, you know, picked up another ride in 2015, someone I'd driven for before. And uh, he called me up and said, he wanted to go back racing again. We went back racing, won some more races, won championship. And that's when we were, we were doing a lot of go-kart racing. And it, it was tough because, you know, my whole career, I'd won races all over but I never won a championship. So finally, now we're winning championships. If it seemed like, you know, I finally matured enough to where, you know, stuffing it in there on the last lap to get the win, maybe, you know, we'll finish second tonight. And at the end of the year, we won a championship. Where before, you know, there was nobody giving me anything in the beginning, so I took a lot, you know, and in my beginning of my career, I was, you know, guys weren't, they weren't happy racing against me sometimes. And it just was what it was, you know, I, like I said, I had to take, I was taking more they were giving me and I had to. And, uh, I did that and, you know, I got the respect, you know, they, they knew I wasn't going to be a guy that they were going to push around and take <laughs> advantage of because I was going to, you know, I had to pay for my own stuff. I had to work on it myself, but you know, if I had to use up a Nerf bar, or I, had, you know, I had to use up a bumper to get you out of the way. I was going to use up some, some parts. Um, I'm glad Derek doesn't drive like that <laughs> because I couldn't, can't afford it. But, you know, back then being a young kid and owning my own stuff, just, just living out my dreams. It was, you know, I was, I was going to get it one way or another. It was, a, there was no, I wasn't gonna, I was going to get it. 
And uh, we did that for a long time. And I just finally got to the point where I had to make a choice. You know, I was racing on Friday nights, driving eight, nine hours from race go-kart. And I just, 2016, I told the guy I was driving for, you know, we, I can't do it full time. Um, he wasn't super happy, but we found a, I found another guy to drive the car who's been winning for him, won some championships. So it worked out for him. And then that following year, they told me when he was 10 years old, we just got back from Australia. He was nine, turning 10. And they said, oh, you know what? We're going to give him a shot. He can move up to the big cars. I'm like, man, this isn't what I was, not yet, <laughs> you know. But I said, all right, let's do it, you know. And we set a five-year goal. And hopefully we could win some races in the rookie class within five years. And here we are five years later. And we've surpassed that in ways I never thought even possible. You know, was, if you would have told me, this is the start of six year, but if you had told me when we started that the start of our six year racing, he's going to have won as many races as he did and then championships and running big blocks and, you know, testing and super late models with Willie Milliken to testing in ARCA and getting an NASCAR license. You know, I would have told you, you're, you know, what kind of drugs are you on? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, that doesn't happen to guys like us. You know, we can't afford those things, but, um, we're affording it by just building relationships with great people. You know, we travel, we put the, we put the work in, we put the miles in and we've met great people along the way. And even a lot of people that I did a lot for when I was younger that I was like, man, maybe when, when am I going to get a little bit back, you know? And it never really came back to me then when I thought it should come, but you know, karma and those good deeds, there's no, there's no expiration date, you know? And it's like, when it's going to come, it's going to come. And, I feel now that some of those things that I didn't think I was ever going to get rewarded for, I'm starting to get rewarded for some of that stuff I did back then. Just not myself. I'm, you know, now I'm doing it through my son. And, you know, and at the end of the day, it's, it's even more, more, it's more enjoyable watching him do it and get these opportunities than it was with myself. You know, as a racer, you, after that first win, you're always chasing that high. And you, it doesn't seem like you can ever get it because that first one meant so much. Um, when he's racing, all these accomplishments, it's like that high every single time. So it's, it just, it's a no brainer for me. You know, I get stressed out with him sometimes <laughs> up and down the road and at home, but when he's in the race car and we're at the racetrack, that's, that's our happy place. And that's where, you know, that's where race life real came from. You know, it's when I tell you, it's not just a race, it's a lifestyle. That's anybody knows us that knows that's exactly what it is. Cool, cool. I love it. I love it. All right, let's uh, finish on the NASCAR stuff we never got finished with. <laughs> but uh, um, all right, so it staying in y'all's wheelhouse there at Bristol this past weekend in the dirt. We've been there. We we we've been there yeah. a couple years ago. Um, watching all that good stuff. Um. First of all, we talked about a little bit this past week or last week, but now that y'all here, um, no uh, super late models, no modifieds, no street stock. They did have the Steel Block Bandits and the American All-Star Series. Um, I think both classes limited at like 30 cars a piece or something like that. That was all the racing that was there at Bristol this time. Um, why do you think? I really don't know. I mean, it definitely sucks to not see, you know, all the all the dirt racers there. She and I know all the fans love to see the NASCARs on dirt, but I know all the true dirt fans love to see, oh, yeah. you know, all, all the, the real dirt cars there. And, 
you know, it's kind of weird that they didn't bring him back, um, and they only brought the Steelbok Bandits and, you know, the American All-Star Series, like you said. Um, so I'm not sure why they would do that. What you think? Uh, again, you think it's, I'm sure it boiled down to money. That's what. Um, not, not, not bring, being able to, I, as much racing as they had a couple years ago when we were there, the, what I thought was a downfall is they spread it out so far. Right. Instead of having everybody there like one week, so we if, if they had all the cars there, say a Wednesday to Sunday, every dirt series, just have one big long week of racing right. where the fans could say, hey, we want to knock this off our bucket list. And all dirt fans could come and get tickets and spend a week there. I think that would have been great. But it was so spread out. You know, this week you had this, then you had this, then you had this, and the modifieds were coming to Northeast. So they spread so much, you know, as dirt fans, we're fans of all dirt races. Oh, yeah. You know, we when we go to Charlotte, we watch them, the force owners put on a heck of a show. Yes. That's awesome. So when they were in Bristol, it's the same thing. You know, I, at your local track, I don't always watch them, but you're at Bristol, you're watching these little things rip around there. And these guys put just as much work and soul in as we do. You know? I think some of them dudes in the force owners at Bristol was putting more work because yeah. about oh, every sure. one of them changed the yeah, motor sure while they were, were there. there. <laughs> I can't but imagine. To, to have to separate us and have to pick and choose when you go, I think that's they shot themselves in the foot there. Um, that's a big place. That could have you could have held Huge. you could have held ten thousand fans and ten thousand drivers. You know? I, um, and one day there, uh, look at my watch that day. I think I walked over ten miles that day. Oh yeah, and it was all uphill. I think yeah, every bit on. of it is every, uphill. Everything was uphill. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things I tell people about Bristol. It's like you know, you always hear. Your, your parents. I walked to school uphill both ways, and you're looking at them like, that doesn't make any sense. But I tell people, when you go to Bristol, you walk <laughs> uphill both ways, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, go to Bristol. <laughs> you know, when you walk to the track, it's uphill. When you walk out of the track and back to your camper or wherever, it's uphill. uphill. And it makes no sense unless you're there, and you realize, wow, this is where they came up with that. I walk uphill both ways. <laughs> um, yeah, that place is, uh, I, that's what I want to ask them now when they say they walked up heal both ways to school every day. I'm like, did you go to school at Bristol? Yeah, for, for <laughs> sure. You know, but it was awesome racing there. It just I think they tried to spread it, spread it too thin, too you know, and you had to pick and choose. I asked, and I asked guys last week, uh, and y'all know probably a little more about it than all of us do. Um, it seemed like possibly, and I know talking to Earl as I have, Bristol was tough on equipment. Definitely tough on motors, just a lot of hanging RPM yeah. oh, yeah. along for, you know, pretty much the whole race because some of the yeah. boys, if, if you're in a green flag race, I mean, oh, it was just sure. wide open the motors whole time. cars, you're going so fast, that's, you wreck, you're tearing some That's stuff. what I was fixing to say, and if they did wreck, it just destroyed a car. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that had anything to do with it. Kind of guys might have been like, eh. Well, yeah, not. you know, you're for what it, for what you got out of it, it wasn't worth going and, you know, knocking down two fifty thousand dollars motors, you know, or yeah. taking a three quarters of a season off of a $50,000 motor. It, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. Um, they did it the one time. Yeah. The novelty's worn off. Yeah. You went to Bristol, got it done. But, you know, if they lined everything up and the series were going there, they'd go back anyway. That's, you know? that's what I, was I saw somebody say uh, last night watching the race, they should take the red flag breaks uh, that the cup teams have and bring, like, I don't know, World Outlaws or something in there and run them during the red flags or run a 40-lap race. Yeah. I'm like, that would be great, but that track would never last. Jay's <laughs> barely hanging on right now. <laughs> the uh, well, the cup race on when they go dirt and stuff. These teams, you know, they've got plenty of money, and whether they wanted to run uh, uh, late models or whatever, 
if you're gonna have three or four dirt races, let them build dirt race cars. See, and that's that's kind of my thing. And I said that if if these are supposed to be the, and they will tell you these are some of the greatest drivers in the world, um, why not let them get in a yeah. a late model? And let's race that. Well, and let's have so many races on dirt. I think the problem is, is they're just scared that Kyle Larson will go out there. Well, I, mean, I just watched a video on the way we're down here. <laughs> Kyle Busch even said said that he said we're, these cars aren't meant for dirt. You no. know what I mean? That's what he said. Those he said, cars are those cars they're running now are meant for a road course. Yeah, and, and I I wouldn't even say a late model. I'd like to see them, which is close to a cup car, is what they call a sportsman down here. You know, yeah, the ones that you, the street stocks up street by stocks, us. Yeah, they're they're very close to what a cup car yeah. is. But it's a dirt car, and you're gonna have to drive those things. You know, you're on yeah. six inch tires, and you know our buddy Devin, he runs one, and he gets in there and he runs awesome. You know, I, the, he's an awesome wheel guy. But I like to see him tell these Cup teams, "This is what you got. You got to build these for the dirt races, and go race. Yeah. And you're gonna you'll see some good racing. You know, they're gonna be slide jobs. They're gonna be side by side, and you're gonna be able to see a guy like you, know, you could see a kid like Devin Moran or Derek McGrew Jr. or one, you know, you could you could really shake up the shake up the world when you bring one of these young kids that are ripping, yeah. you know, one of the PV kids, That's someone right. like that, That's right. up here and put them in a car out there, race against your best drivers in the country, and uh, all of a sudden this no name kid put a whooping on them. I've um I've I've wondered that year in years past if we're gonna say. Uh, say at a cup level, NASCAR cup, because that is the premier racing series in America. If we're going to try to claim that these are the best drivers out there, I think we need to be in multiple disciplines of racing. Personally, I think we need to be on obviously short tracks, big tracks, road courses, and dirt. Yeah. And different kind of race cars. And different kind of race cars. That's what I was going to say. And different kind of race cars. And Kyle Larson's proved that he can do that. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if, you know, did it need to be in a sprint car? Did it need to be in a late model? You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But anyway. Put him in a late model. Let him go to Eldor for the All-Star Race. Whew. I, I do. I've, there's been some rumblings this past week that the Prelude might be coming yeah, back. Yeah, Kyle, I think Kyle Bush well, or Connell, Kyle Larson mentioned it. He, yeah. He's going to have no choice. After after watching what volunteers just yeah. did and the amount of people there, you know, See, if you're a businessman and you're a race fan, you got to bring it back. I'm just, I'm kind of scared that, you know, it's going same fate as like I I think it's gonna be the last one at Bristol. I, think I do. I think I think Bristol is done for now. Um, I don't. I, I think we may be wearing it out. You know, bring it back for a year, then just come on year after year after year year. Um, I don't know. I think you the, like you said the novelty yes, kind of wears off of it quick. It's like all right, we did it done. All right, let's bring it back once every five years. Be something to look forward to, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But um, at Bristol, uh, good old uh, dirt track ringer, I guess we'll have to call him Superman, Jonathan Davenport, jumped in a truck in a Cup Series car. Uh, also, Tyler Carpenter was in a truck. Um, he did not do too well. He hit everything but the pace car. Tyler did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he finally <laughs> demolished truck. He after after his own fourth caution, uh, it, he was done <laughs> at that point. He could not drive anymore. Um, hated that for Tyler, Tyler, because he did pretty good at Knoxville actually in the truck. Uh, but he didn't do too good at Bristol. Uh, I think Bristol's just 
I think the banking is just too much. And different kind of racetrack. It gets yeah. it, it gets so hard packed and so black that they end up driving them like a like asphalt like asphalt yeah. car. And I think I think that's a tough thing for the dirt guys to come in there and do. Because, yeah, you know, they got in their head, I'm on dirt. This is what I do on dirt. Especially um, like a short track racer like Tyler, you know, that's yeah. not what he's used to. Yeah. And um, you got to come in there, back the corner up. Yeah. It's hard to Roll to center. <laughs> and it's like, eh, how do you do that? Keep it as straight as you can, you know. Um, But Jonathan did come up, finish 14th in the uh, truck race. Um, he, Somehow, he, he kept his nose clean, ran 20th most of the night. Uh, so that was impressive to see, but he just he just stayed clean the whole time out there. Um, didn't have too good a look in the uh, cup race. Uh, Jonathan Davenport, he was running fairly decent, uh, 20th or so. Uh, and when Kyle Larson got spun, he come by and sideswiped him and broke tire rod. So uh, not too good a showing for him on, on that. Uh, but he said, uh, these aren't dirt track cars. Kyle Larson said in his interview, "Oh yeah, do you see that? We do not need to be running these cars on yeah. there." He said, "We don't need." Yeah, Peter, Kyle yeah, Bush Peter. too. Yeah, Kyle Bush said the same thing. Some of the best cup drivers um, saying that. Kevin Harvick says the same thing. I think I'm on the same boat now. I I liked it. I liked the it was, year of it. I liked the novelty of it. Same way for sure. Um, see what happens. I just do not think this car, especially uh, no, they were shifting. Uh. I, I say that's just that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I wrong. say hats off for giving it a try. Yeah, I, I think it mean it needed to be shaken up. The spring race at Bristol was getting, and maybe it would work, but just maybe not at Bristol. Yeah, maybe somewhere if, else. Yeah, maybe if we took them to a real dirt track or something. I just, yeah. exactly. I, I just think bottom line, you get you, you can't run a cup car on dirt. I don't, I don't think it ever worked no. either. No, and and, and you mentioned Jonathan Davenport. <clears throat> what some people don't even realize is him racing dirt was an accident. Yeah. He was an asphalt racer. Yep. And they ran out of money. Yep. So racing dirt was a just what they the only way they were gonna keep racing. That's right. So him jumping in a cup car, that you know, that wasn't totally out of his wheelhouse. You know, what I mean he had to go back a few pages in his notebook, but you know fixing to say he had ran some um super late I think they ran like super, super late models yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, he's got plenty of asphalt experience. Um so he just had to dig back a notebook a little bit, you know. So he's he's a he's a driver, you know. He's made yeah, over two million dollars last year. He's a wheel man. And he's a heck of a guy and he's smart and yeah, uses his head and you know, that's if you're racing dirt late models and if you think that if he's not someone you're looking up to, you're there's a problem, you know. He's 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 one of the best ever. And you know, if you could ever get even close to what he's doing right now, you're doing good. Yeah. So uh Christopher Bale kind of was the man of the night. Yep. I thought it was actually it was a, a decent race. race. They they could keep the caution from lasting so long. The track actually slicked off from pretty much from bottom to top. Uh, they ran the high line, which has been very unusual for the Cup guys in the past. Um, they were up against the wall, running cushion. Cushion finally just went away, and they were up against the wall pretty much. So in that aspect, it actually had a decent dirt track feel. Yeah. Um. That, which was, you know, kind of impressive because they haven't had that in the past. It's been just on the bottom, on the bottom, on the bottom in the past and just rolled the center. Um, wasn't too exciting to me. Uh, you know, anybody watches dirt racing at all, it, it you know, the people who don't, it's like, oh, they were on dirt. Well, you're looking at it and it's like, eh, they're not really racing this dirt. Well, I will give them that this race, you know, they had to find the moisture in track. They had to follow the cushion. They had to – so I – 
in that aspect, yeah, it was pretty good. Third aspect really came into it. Yeah. it. It did, it did, and obviously because uh, an old dirt driver prevailed in it, and Christopher Bale, um, he looked good. Um, uh, Ty Dillon and Tyler Reddick, all three dirt late model backgrounds running up front. So, uh, so, so there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> there's hope. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, I'm, a man, I'm still just, I'm not sold on the Bristol dirt anymore though. I don't understand the logistics of it. When they told, they said on air, how dirt much dirt they had to bring in. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And then to take it all up and do it. I mean, that place has got to be filthy. And you can ask them, when it's fresh and new, that's the nastiest place you'll ever be around trying to get through all that mud. Especially it was orange. Oh, it was bad. But, you know, then they go to other races in the beginning of the year, too. So oh, yeah. the dirt race isn't the most silly thing they oh, do. Right, no. The, you know, is not the dirt race isn't the most silly thing <laughs> they do. No, that is not at all. So, cool. So, oh, uh, sea bale taking it home. But anyway, guys, I want to, uh, real quick, uh, we got to... Thank all our affiliates, as always. Uh, you see it there on Junior's Hat, SRI Performance. They are your one-stop shop for all things racing. Yep, it's there he goes. There he goes. Supporting our guys over there, Greg <laughs> and Randy and Sasha and everyone else Sorry. behind the scenes that nobody else sees. They they all they all bust their butt to make that thing, you know, the whole circle go around. So it's uh, it's awesome to see that, you know, Greg goes out his way to help small teams like us. And, um, and this is to see where Greg's at. So I know Greg started with nothing. To see where he's at is definitely a, it's definitely cool to see and it shows us that it's definitely possible and um, it's like super awesome to have him on board with us. It's, re- it's really funny because like, it's like all our affiliates on this show are some of your affiliates too. So it's, it's great. It, it, it's a small world. Uh, it is a small world. I took my hoodie For on. sure. I had, my, I had profile hoodie on. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, guys, I just got off the phone with uh, our friend Blake over at SRI right before y'all got here, actually getting some, uh, getting some, so a couple gear sets for yeah. mine over there. So uh, guys, I got anything you need for your, whatever racing application you have. I mean, you hear that coming from me uh, running a, Asphalt late model type car over here to you guys stuff, yeah, running all the you, dirt. Use new anything, you know, they got it all. The used stuff is impressive. It always impresses me to go back there and see all the used stuff. The asphalt stuff, you know. God, that stuff's crazy. All those big teams, they run one race on them and they're, That's it. it's junk to them. That's it. So if you guys need anything for your ride, head over to www.sriperformance.com. Go check out their brand new website. Uh, and while you're on there, load up that cart, uh, get it all full. Uh, put in promo code C Bone T N S C is in Chicken B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off there at the time of checkout. Um, you can always use ten percent off. Same deal over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, guys. As we were just talking about, they uh, got anything you need, fab fab work wise, uh, material wise. Um, you guys need painted aluminum sheets. I know you guys are tearing some of them doors up already. Head over to uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Get hooked up with them today. They get everything you need um, and uh, get you rolling. So, uh, but while you're there, or you can go down the road, or you can just buy them from there. You can get some of them ProFab headers. Yes, sir. And exhaust going your ride. They are um, best in the business. Best in the business. Um, Andy was out, out at the cup race last night because it, 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 that's not just coincidence. Uh, there's a pile of those cars 
that are running ProFab headers. Almost all of them. Almost all of them. That is right. Uh, ProFab has a hand in all the exhaust work on all the Cup Team's cars. So uh, y'all head over to ProFab Headers and Exhaust. Uh, their slogan is, they are quality that wins. And that is because it is 100% true. For sure. No, that, they look good. And they, they do. Sound good. They, they, yeah. do look, they do look good. <laughs> there's, there's, look there's, good. Not a, there's not a header company out there that is going is to put out a product nicer with better quality, a nicer product that will do what it's supposed to do. And service, you know. Better than ProFab. And, you know, I've got friends that do headers and stuff, but touring pro, pro the facility and w- just kind of knowing what they do, but just getting there and actually seeing what they really do, you know, the the headers they put out for so many things, they're, they're the best in the business. That's just, you know, that's the top of the chain and, there's just there's nothing you're gonna do about it. That's just what it is. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So y'all head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Go talk to our buddy Andy over there. He'll yes, uh sir. he'll hook you up. Hook you up. All right. Um so I guess we uh got to talk real quick about uh this week coming up. Martinsville coming up. Um another short track. If they didn't have enough uh temper build up from <laughs> last week, they can have some more. See if you get um, Priest and Larson drama. Yeah, that was interesting. We'll talk about it real quick. Um but on our uh, picks real quick, I think uh Connor took the win. That's right. With uh who'd you have? I had Briscoe. Chase Briscoe. I think come in like fifth place, yep. I want to say it was. Somewhere up there. Um and I ended up second. And I took Jonathan Davenport. <laughs> Sterling ended up third because he took Joey Logano. We finished last and next to last. So <laughs> I used to find my luck on the wrong week. Woo! Like. I guess that was my my throwaway week. <laughs> so uh, Sterling, uh, not here today, unfortunately. Uh, but he I already talked to him, so he got to pick first. Uh, he is taking Denny Hamlin for week number nine here at Martinsville. We should have we should have we, we got his pick by default. You should have. Yeah, we should have. Should have. Yeah. You should have. Him, should have. He wouldn't already let me know. I was just going to tell y'all to pick it for him. Give him Cody Ware. You don't get to go. You get to go last. Oh, Cody Ware. Yeah. Oh, Cody Ware. Cody Ware. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, I forgot. We'll have to talk about that. He ain't going to be racing this week. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done for. Um, I... I'm going to take. Do who do I want? Who do I want? I think I. Martin does a tough one. That is a very tough one. It's tough to. Uh, Martinsville where they're shifting. I don't want to. I don't want to use him. Chastain. Um, I thought about that. I thought about that, but he's so good on road courses and everywhere how big's, else. How big's Martinsville? Half mile. Yep. Paperclip. I think Dillon. I was actually I was looking at Austin. Austin was being fast. You know what? Just because you said that, I'm taking Austin Dillon. I think I think they've got a lot of momentum going on over there with with Bush coming there. Yep. Um, it's kind of lighting a fire in the whole program. And you get to a track like that, you know, where I don't think Childress is behind, but they might be behind a little yeah. bit, maybe a super speedway type deal. 
but you get a half mile and you're going to get, you get to put it back in the driver's hands. My only problem is now is it's so hard to pass there since they yeah. brought this new car. Is this, they got, they got to get, to get both sh- out of the way. They, we're they shifting gotta, now and, yeah. and they claim, they say, well, you just go in the corner, you miss the corner a little bit, just downshift real quick and it'll get you right back straight. I think they downshift anyway now. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's so hard to pass, but I think he's been faster before. So we'll see. We're taking it. We're taking sure. it. We're taking it. All right. Uh, I'm blaming on them. <laughs> you're racing for a second right now, man. <laughs> no, Connor, no, who are you no. taking? I am going to pull a David, what David did last week. Hopefully, we'll have more success. I'm going to have a ride in. I'm going to take Josh Berry in the night. Josh Berry in the Mart- night. Martinsville Ringer. I don't know about a cup car. That's not a bad we'll pick see. there. We'll see. Yeah. That's not a bad pick. He was doing good in the dirt race last night until he got took out right there at the end. Yeah. Well, that's, I think dunked. that's what happens. You know, you. The new guy, you get, yeah, they're using you up, and you can't let him do it. No, no, he won't let him do it. No, He's a he can't Josh let him do is it. a Josh. Josh is a uh, he. He'll stand up for himself. We'll say that. He, yeah. I've been around him enough racing down here in the south and late model stocks. He'll uh. He only hey, takes so much. If there's any track you can get it done, it's Martinsville. Yeah, he's done it before there. I watched him. the 300. Yeah, I, I was there that day where I don't think anybody, I don't think, I think he led all all 200 laps or however yeah. many. That's, that's impressive. All right. Tough to beat. Real quick, uh, I guess we got to touch on it. Uh, Cody Ware, that news came out today. It came out Sunday that he could not race. Um, said dealing with a personal matter. Um Come to find out today, he was arrested for assault uh, and something else. I forgot like, what it is. Yeah. There's a felony assault charge on him. Um, something about strangulation and <laughs> stuff like that. that. Didn't sound good. Um, uh, I am going to take a odd stance on this that a lot of people probably don't see. I No, I do not condone it whatsoever. It is horrible. It is terrible. He should be suspended, I think. Um, yes, I am 100% behind NASCAR on this. Um, what I am going to say is, though, and I found out Cody Ware, uh, and I'm not just I'm not using this as an excuse for anybody because it is no excuse. Uh, Cody Ware has been public about anxiety and depression in the past, but also I found out today in, in this write-up, he is diagnosed with Asperger's disease. Asperger's disease is on the same spectrum something I'm close to, as autism. It is on the same same spectrum. So, no, I am in no way condoning anything he did, by no means. But what I am saying in that is I hope that he gets the help that he needs yeah, exactly. to get, obviously, some anger issues or whatever else, and we don't know, under control. So, as of right now, Cody Ware is suspended indefinitely um, in NASCAR. So, Well, uh, NASCAR has... <clears throat> Well, anything, you know, it should be innocent until proven guilty. Yes, yes. Um, So I don't think any suspension should have went into place until he, it was proven that he did do what they said he did. But NASCAR also has a drug, really strict drug policy. So you you get drug tested. Um, I'm not sure exactly how how detailed they get. I know we just had to go through it. Right. Um, but I remember years back, I don't know if it was J.J. Yelly or someone like that, that took some stuff for, I don't know if it was maybe anxiety or whatever it was they did, but they weren't allowed to take their medicine because the medicine they were on would have failed the drug test. I think test. that was, uh, wasn't that AJ? Yeah. AJ Allmendinger. Yeah. Yeah. Was was yep. So, you know, they weren't allowed to take their medicine yep. because of the strict drug policy. Um, medicine that he were prescribed. Yeah. So, you know, 
if if there is an issue and you need to be on a prescribed medicine, you know you can you can get a driver's license on it, and if this is what you have to do to be able to function correctly, right? I don't think you should be denied your medicine. You know, I think that's a. I think there's an area there, and with yeah. the, with the, with this deal, who knows? Was it what was he not able to maybe be on the medicine he needed to be on to if he did do it to function right, or you know, or maybe he didn't do it at all. But I think there's a lot of areas that need to be looked at. Um, You're right, especially with the the drug policy with NASCAR. Of course, you don't want anybody on drugs. No, no, you no, know, but not at all. If it's if it's something you 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 need, you know. There's got to be, there's got to be a way to be able to do both, take your medicine and race. Well, that was a big deal. Um, j- just going off that, that was a big deal with uh Carl Edwards when he had the uh, I think it was Claritin sponsorship back in the day. That was only list of that was big sponsor on a cup car. Could not take it. It was on a list See, of that's drugs. Allergy that's medicine. Isn't that's it? all it is. <laughs> but it has um something for drowsiness, right? Uh, no, it was a, um, I can't, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't think of it either. Uh, I forgot something. Basically there's a drug in it that people can use to make other drugs. And so it was on a list that they could not have. So I'm like, they can, it's okay for them to be a sponsor. They advertise it. It's an allergy medicine. So these guys could see to drive so their eyes aren't you watering. Buy store. You could yeah. buy it over the counter, but shit, you can't take it as a, a, I don't know. <sighs> we need to get an appeals panel on this one. Yeah, let's yeah. get the appeals panel. Anybody can be on it. <laughs> <laughs> this this table right here. I don't know if we could be on it. <laughs> it wouldn't work out for me. I think it would work out for a lot of people, just but it wouldn't work out for uh, the direction of certain organizations. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Cool. Um. All right. Well, I guess that's... uh. Martinsville coming up, so y'all check out Martinsville. What else we got, uh, race wise? What uh, else we, coming up? What, what else is coming up? Uh, show in the sign, right? Yeah, we, we, okay. we let, let's, right. let's get into all that. Well, uh, speaking of, um, you know, as I just said, uh, it is month of April, um, which is Autism Awareness Month. Uh, everybody knows, or a lot of people have seen that I have put up a uh, a, a post on our Facebook page. Uh, my son is a member of the Miracle League here in Florence. He is uh, diagnosed with autism. And so he is a member of the Miracle League. He gets to play baseball. He loves it. All the kids out there love it. Uh, all special needs of some sort. Um, and they just love going to play baseball. Well, they obviously, a lot of them love it. Um, they've got one field here in Florence. Uh, these fields are very special. They're rubber field. Um, Connor's been out there. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a rubber mat, basically painted. Looks it's all looks great. Yeah, it's uh, it looks looks great. Perfect size, too. Perfect size. I mean, so great for for these kids and and anybody of any age um, to go out there and enjoy it. So everybody gets a chance to play baseball. They all deserve a chance to play baseball. Uh, so uh, the problem is is there's now 14 teams playing on this one field because there's so many, uh, anywhere from 15 to 20. 20 players per team. Yeah. Uh, like my son's team. A couple weeks ago, they were having fun out there. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. But they had to cut their game back to two innings. They typically play three because there's just so many people on there. So they're trying to get another field. So uh, we've already raised 400 bucks on our um, on just our donations on that. Uh, but y'all come in, said y'all want to uh, donate yeah. something. How about see, you guys? 
and help us out. Uh, man, we appreciate it. Uh, gra- grab a sign over there and uh, okay. show us what we got over there. The uh, what well, what we did we did when with our with DKM Fabrications and our custom neon sign shop, we built some signs for you, the signs we brought to you guys down to Hickory. Um, this wall hanger, this was one we made we built we made and it was just for display. It was a Longhorn long hanger, uh, wall hanger. So it was actually it was flowing around my truck. And when we were down at Speed Weeks, I said, you know, I don't know what I want to do with this, but let me run through the pit area. I had a little bit of time. I kind of felt weird because, you know, of course I'm a fan, but, you know, to go up to these guys that I'm buddies with and ask them for their autograph, I'm like, man, I feel like a weirdo. <laughs> um, but so I said, you know, I got some time. Let me run through here. Let me get them all signed. So I tried to get all the all the top Longhorn guys that were at Speed Weeks at Volusia. So I there was a couple I missed. JD wasn't there yet. Um, and I missed Nick Hoffman, and I think I missed Bobby Pierce. But we got Steve Arpin, we got Rumley, we got McCready, we got... Uh, no, J.D. Uh, Is that Strickler? Strickler's there? on there. So we got a whole bunch of them. I don't know. There's probably 10 or so on there. We, and got, this, uh, we, got, we, we got, let's see. Who we got down there? 76 of uh, Brandon. Uh, yeah, Overton. Brandon Overton's down there. I'm not sure. There's a bunch on there, but we got, we got a bunch of them. So what we did, I went through and tried to get as many of the Longhorn dri- house drivers, drivers, and, you know, the head guys there to sign it. And it was, I made one of one Florida Speed Weeks 2023. And I'm a, I'm a fan of all racing, but, you know, I don't hang anything up my wall. You know, I don't do any of this. I just didn't know what to do with it. And it was still in the truck. And I said, you know what, this is what we're going to do with it. You know, so we're going to donate it. And I'm sure there's a fan out there, you know, these signs here without the autographs, they're, they sell them for hundred bucks. You know, that's what they are. That's with no autographs on it. If you want to go get one, and I don't even know if Longhorn makes these, um, possibly soon, but I don't <laughs> even think you can get even just the, the, the sign itself. So now it's a one of one. It's a custom Longhorn chassis built by DKM Fabrication, the sign. And it's got a bunch of the Longhorn house drivers signatures on it. 100% original. There's not ever going to be another one of these ever like this. And uh, I figured, you know, give it to you. And we talked about this program and what you're trying to do. I don't think why, you know, you said you got 400. I don't, there's a fan out there somewhere that should be willing to throw at least 400 bucks toward your program for that, you know. Without the signatures, it's a hundred dollar <laughs> bill. So there you go. There you know, you so go. you take that and if you want to do a raffle for it, auction, however you want to do it, and uh, raise as much money as you can, that's from us. Well, we Do sure, you? sure, greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. Um, we are we're going to have it up here. It might be tonight. Who knows? <laughs> Between next couple of days, we will have it on our Facebook page, uh, doing something with it, whether it be a uh, raffle, uh, auction, or something. We're going to uh, we we're going we're going to do something big with it, and we cannot thank y'all enough for. Uh, for support to calls like that, that is a uh, that's a big thing for us. for For me personally, it's it's a big thing, and um, we got we got a uh, we got one more over here. Yeah, race life for real T shirt. Got a race life for real T shirt. We're gonna have to get a uh, Derek McGrew Jr. here to sign. Heck yeah! And you know you can do again. You can do whatever you want with this too. The uh, it's got the slogan on the back. It's not just a race; it's a lifestyle. That's right. And if anybody wants to buy one, we've got them. They're twenty bucks a piece. So just hit us up on Facebook, Derek McGrew Jr. Racing, Race Life for Real, or Derek McGrew, meet myself. 
you know, if you're seeing this, you're probably friend, you're friends with one of us. So <laughs> just reach out. They're 20 bucks a piece. We got all a bunch of colors or Derek McGrew Jr. swag. We got it all. So for reach sure. out. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate that. Greatly appreciate that. That is a, um, that is something we need. We, like I said, we're trying to raise as much money as we can for a great organization yeah. like that. And, uh, we, that is, uh, that's awesome. We, we surely appreciate that. And I think there's some guys, there, there's even some guys over there that, uh, that that'll like that. Heck yeah. So yeah, uh, well, so we we appreciate that so much, so so much. But uh, a little bit more business to get out of here, guys. Um, y'all heard Earl Ramey there earlier. So y'all head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. If you need some power under your hood, uh, there's plenty of these Longhorns out there right there sure <laughs> with, with some Earl Ramey Racing Engines under under there. So uh, y'all head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Uh, get some time on that chassis dyno. Y'all have used that chassis dyno. Oh, yeah. Well, times, yeah. The Earl, the, when we get a motor and he does one, he wants us to be on it every time. Um, so we try. It just, you know, it's good. we got to coordinate it with when we're down south racing, you know. So. That's right. But we do. That's right. So uh, that uh, that uh, chassis dyno is a uh, huge, huge, huge help and tool to use. Um, that is that is so valuable. So head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. He gave his number on there. It's sitting there. On, it's on the screen. <laughs> but uh, but uh, also head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines on Facebook, and you can definitely get in touch with those guys for sure. Um, but guys, also I want to uh, to to point y'all in the direction of rev max racing apparel guys um i, I wish i had any word on your new one real soon real soon real the, the, soon. the debut the debut of the new re-debut yes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah the re-debut uh but no they they got some of the best designs guys around uh taylor over there she does a great job designing some custom suits from rev max racing uh you guys head over there if you're in the market for a uh for a top-notch racing suit, custom suits, head over to Red Max Racing. It's brought out a new product this week, a uh, gear bag. Uh, I saw that. Which was super nice. I, think, look I good. think I might need me one of them. Yeah, got to get the whole collection. <laughs> might, I get, I might have to get one. So uh, y'all head over to Rev Max Racing. I saw uh, Remington Prince. Him and his son just got a really? matching suit. That's cool. So uh, from... from uh, from Rev Max, so y'all head over to Rev Max Racing. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff, and uh, they will. Uh, and you see some of the best, best looking stuff around. So y'all head over there. Also, MPM www.marketwithmpm. Y'all head over there. Uh, talk with Tanya if you're uh, upcoming. Uh, I, I know you know this, uh, even though you're you're not with with Tanya, but um, at, at MPM, but you, you guys both know how important the marketing side is of racing. Um, you, first, you got to be a halfway decent driver. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's a must. But I've known some good drivers out there that don't get with the right marketing folk and just can't make anything happen. you got to be able to market yourself. Yeah. And uh, so what better way to do it with someone that's been in the game for a long time? So Head over to www.marketwithmpm.com and get hooked up with Tanya today. Well, cool. All right, so back to y'all. What's coming up next? Uh, as soon as we get back, I'll be opening Saratoga Sude for their opening night on Friday. Um, and we're thinking about going to Can-Am for the, uh, I think, Dirt Car Series race on Saturday and Five Mile Point on Sunday. So we'll see what happens, but we'll definitely be at Malta on Friday night. And Dom said we're super stoked and excited for the season. And it's like a high expectations. You know, we've been uh, 
doing a lot of stuff this off season, especially with the NASCAR stuff. And there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people, you know, helping us too. Um, so I uh, just can't wait to see what this year brings, and hopefully we can, you know, go perform really well. All right. Well, I got to ask because there's a lot of people wondering already with the ARCA deal. Anything sit down yet for schedule wise or still working on that? Uh, still working on that. Not exactly. You know, there's a few races that we had in mind that we'd like to get to. Um, but said still, it's still in the works. Um, definitely going to be able to try to get to at least a couple races here this year and next year. Um, hopefully have a pretty decent schedule to, to hit with um, the races. So still in the works, like I said, The uh, but you guys will be the first to know when we find out. And um, like you said, I appreciate all the, all you guys' support, and um, we couldn't do without you. As always, man, we we, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate you. We, we, we also have a couple other things. Um, Michael Leach, as yeah. you know, he was supposed to drive our car yeah. at Lakeview, and it rained out. Well, he's going to still run our car. Um, it's probably going to be next month once everything's up to and going. But uh, we're gonna have him come up and spend a weekend with us. And uh, sweet, we told him, you know, he was he was kind of bummed when it <laughs> fell through because it rained. But I said, well, you know what, let's do this. And he's, you know, he was stoked to be able to come do it. So he's still gonna come up, run one of run one of our DCAM cars up there with Earl Ramey Power, and uh, do something he never did before. And he's gonna get three three different nights at three different tracks. Oh, wow. um, so that's gonna be cool. And uh, like I said, Derek's gonna do what you know the NASCAR stuff. Hope we get that and. You know, if everything works out with what we've got going on, you know, I think you might see him maybe dabble in a late model here and maybe a, you know, UMP yeah, style modified and uh, maybe even get down here and you're in neck of the woods and get one of these asphalt late models, you know. Plenty. So, you know, we're going to we're gonna do a lot. We travel a lot, but we're going to keep doing traveling. And, uh, you know, he's got his business, but him and his best friend Logan Montgomery here, when if you see Derek, Logan's usually with him. Logan's been sitting over there. He's been quiet yeah, the whole time. Logan, stick well, your head in here, Logan. Yeah, he's over here. You <laughs> Tell everybody, hey. <laughs> What's up, everyone? You got to get down here. You got to come down. Yeah, got to get, gotta down, go get down, down lower. Got to get down lower. There you go. Yeah, you know, Logan, Logan's Derek's best friend, and he's, you know, whenever you see Derek, even if Logan can't come with us, he's got something to do with what we're doing. And uh, him and Derek, they've got some stuff in the works here. Yeah. Something outside of racing, um, and it's pretty cool for me as a dad. You know, I'm kind of like Logan's dad, too, and his his parents like Derek, they got, you know, to watch them trying to build businesses on their own and do stuff that they enjoy and love and they can put their heart in it like I did with Race Life For Real. You know, this is what I do. Um, and it's not always about money. It's, you know, I'm doing something that I love. Somehow we're paying the bills and we're continuing to do it. There's not anything left over, but we're, we're, we're enjoying it. So, That's right. you know, they're, they're doing the same thing here and I yeah. think they're going to have some cool stuff coming out. Yeah. And I know all you guys are going to be jumping on board and supporting him but you know just stay tuned and just know that it's not always just Derek this is the face you usually see but Logan's there you know he just is born he might be behind the scenes but you know they couldn't make it happen without both of them so yeah it's for sure and you gotta yeah. have somebody to do the heavy lifting behind the scenes yeah you know and it's you know and <laughs> yeah, you know, I, give him, I give him credit for it one of the things I tell him all the time it really pushed the fa fact that you know a lot of times when you have a partnership you know, there's one face seen all the time, you know, like a rock and roll band, the lead singer, you know, he's the famous guy, but he's nothing without the drummer and the guitar player. That's right. So, you know, as long as a drummer and a guitar player, you know, if the band's getting bigger, it's better, good for everybody. I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just carrying Connor's gear bag. Yep. You know, so, <laughs> I wish. You know, same, same thing with these guys. I tell them all the time, you know, don't don't let either one of your heads get too big and just know that if something good happened for one person, yeah. it's that one person, you're the same person. It goes you know? both ways, you know. That's right. So, but we got a lot of stuff going in on behind the scenes. Um, I know a lot of people like to follow what we do. I'm in our life, and he gets on me about it all the time. But social media stuff, like you said, it's it's really important. 
But um, like he's always he's been on me about it lately about how people do enjoy seeing what we do and being Just hit that yeah, record button. Yeah, being being along <laughs> on the ride with us. So so me and him got a, some things going on, um, like so behind the scenes, um, and, and try to come out. It'll it'll be it'll hit the, the social media soon here, and uh, we'll keep you guys um all up to date on it. But if you can go, make sure to go over to the new racing page on Facebook at Derek Junior Racing. Give that a like um, and try to get to a thousand followers here. Um, and uh, over on TikTok too, said we've uh, been back at it, um, especially with the upcoming race season. We'll be posting a lot more videos at dmr.racing on TikTok, and um, just make sure to go like that and share it as much as you can. And um, I appreciate all your guys' support. Good deal, man. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, I, I reckon we don't went long enough here. Yeah. Um, what you got coming up this week, Connor? You, about, you, uh, you were talking about it the other night. About, you know, well, that clock's an hour behind. Yeah, so. I don't know. A couple hours I'll be on a plane to uh, Panama for a mission trip. So that's where I'm, I'm going to be there all week. Panama. Nice. Yeah. You're going to work. You're going to work. Yeah. work. There'll be some. Kind of a mix of both, I guess. What are you doing out there? Uh, church mission trip. Just helping, we have a missionary down there and uh, just help, you know, helping out with their church. You know, I think we're painting a fence one day, uh, hosting some teen events, just the whole packed agenda. That's pretty cool. It'll be fun. Yeah. To, to tomorrow's going to be rough. Three flights, or tonight, I guess. <laughs> First flight at a Myrtle Beach at 6 a.m., so that'll be that'll be a blast. Be but, up uh, early. Yeah, once we get there, it'll be it'll be good though. You just ride with them back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, man. Let's go. Yeah. Ain't never been to Panama. Let's do it. Makes <laughs> <laughs> life real Panama. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much my week. You gonna be down there for a week? Uh, much, yep, right? Probably back late Monday night. So nice. Pretty much a week. Yep. Taking a spring break to go down there and help out people. That's you know that's cool. A lot more more young kids should do stuff like that. Um, we do it through this. You know. You see it all the time with our race oh, life yeah. reel. We're up, we're up north on the Canadian border, signing some little <laughs> little kids to go kart contract just to try to share them our social media platform and our sponsors with them. You know, down down south doing it. You That's know, right. Australia. We got we've got a lot of U.S. race fans in Australia, and you know they're like family. You know, they watch everything we do. I'm, they'll be watching this, but tomorrow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. So, but and it's just great being able to travel around the world like we have, just racing and be involved with race people coming from you know no money just doing it because you love it just like the church you know you're not getting paid you're doing yes. this you love it it makes you feel good and that's what we do you know it's, that's, that's how we met that's it that's it you're exactly. right you're right oh cool well one more affiliate i want to uh push out there as y'all see dixie made guys they are uh they, they are your source here in florence for um for all kinds of I guess we call it Southern Apparel down here. They, um, but all kind of cool stuff that that a lot of people, especially in this area, like they they got stuff from from um, uh, all our Carolina Clemson merch. Uh, you know, big down here, big big Huge. rivalry, big rivalry. Yeah, we like to. Which side are you on? Carolina. Okay, that's right. I knew that. Just making sure. <laughs> making well, sure. I wasn't following either one of them, but what were teams? Carolina and Clemson? Yeah. Game. You like Carolina? Yes. Then I'm going to become a Clemson fan. Oh, boy. That's right now. <laughs> that's the worst thing you can be. And that's only because it's <sighs> obviously going to be his arch. We're not going to be on the podcast right no more. Right? Hey, man. Hit man. ends. Hit <laughs> ends. Oh, yeah. Show ends. I'm not even sending it out. Boxing, with no, no episode this week. Boxing, Sorry. Boxing gloves are coming next time. <laughs> It, it, look right over there. There's a there's a Gamecock. <laughs> That's right. On the wall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Andy's a <laughs> pretty big Gamecock it. fan too, right? 
Do what? Andrew? Oh, yeah. yeah. He went to Carolina. So hey, I thought, to Carolina baseball looking pretty hot this year. Yeah, Carolina baseball is looking pretty good. I can't believe it again. So, uh, so, yeah, head over to Dixie May for all your Carolina Clemson merch if you want to. Uh, 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 bags, coolers, tumblers, Drake, Haybo, Southern Struts, uh, Southern Fried Cotton, uh, New Old South, all kinds of other apparel, guys. Access Waterfowl is one of them. Um, y'all head over there. Get all your uh, cool camo gear and all that stuff. I like those camo hats. So they got some over there? They got plenty of them. Everything. Man. Plenty of them. Make plenty sure of check, everything. Check that out after the, after the show. You, you might just have to. <laughs> you might just have to. So y'all head over to Dixie Maid. Um, all right, guys. Well... We sure appreciate y'all. Uh, Heck yeah! Y'all just coming, stopping by, driving an hour up here, probably more than that. Well, probably two hours through traffic. It was out hour, like an hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's not too bad. When we're only an hour and twenty minutes away, we really had no excuse. And you got to see me. If I didn't come, then it, yeah, that'd be kind of like a kick right in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> you drove thirteen hours and then drive one more to yeah, come see yeah, me. Yeah, we yeah. won't hear that. Event. I can't imagine if you drove. You were within an hour and a half of my house and you didn't get a hold of us. I'd probably take it. Yeah, we'd give you. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably take it personal. I saw y'all were coming. I was just like, y'all got to yeah, come over to the house. Sure. Y'all got to come do a live show with us. Heck yeah. So, oh, well, well, cool, cool guys. All right. Well, I'm on. I'm y'all doing all the good stuff this week. Mm. Me and Kayla are heading to uh, to Orlando uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday for our uh, anniversary. Man, I can't so, believe you're uh, gonna miss a race. You're missing the race. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're both missing the race at Florence Motor Speedway this weekend because well, we're out of town. And so, what day do they race at Florence? They race Saturday. I stay down here for a couple extra days. They're going to be gone. Car's there. Car's there. Uh, you talking to, talk to that one standing outside that window right there? You're liable to be in it. Listen, yeah. Car's there. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you probably fit in my car. <laughs> yeah, I was fixing that. You definitely fit in Connor's car. Oh, I'll fit in so, that uh, seat. Hey, yeah, you, you can fit in that race. seat. They, um, I'm all right. But uh, so. Anyway, but so anybody's in town, head over to Florence Motor Speedway this uh this Saturday, uh double night They're racing, yeah. twin races. Oh, we get two features. Every, yeah. yeah, two double features. Double features. Yeah, we were good to go by a second feature. Yeah. Have it all figured out. Yeah, have it all figured out. Our door afterwards, but uh, be all right, man. well, we got one hanging up on the wall already. What's another it's one? Class. That's all. That's all was expected. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week. Uh, appreciate y'all coming down. Yeah, appreciate you sure. guys having us. Uh, anytime, anytime. And whenever y'all are close by, you know you're going to be on. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Connor, be careful. Yes, yes, sir. You too. And uh, y'all have fun at the beach. Appreciate it. Hope you guys have a safe trip. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right, guys. Appreciate all everybody watching tonight, everybody listening to this show. Uh, also, want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, MPM Marketing, and Dixie Made coming on board. Uh, but anyway, guys, I guess uh, we will talk to y'all next time. Have a good one.